Welcome to Women Leading the Way Radio Show, where each time you'll hear from successful women CEOs, executives, and professionals, where we'll discover how they do what they do to be successful in business. We'll be interviewing women who have overcome big challenges, women who have incredible stories of lessons learned in dealing with adversity. We'll even interview women who have started and grown successful organizations and women who are C-level executives with unique talents and positions. Our goal is to bring successful businesswomen together to share how they're leading the way in business today. Hey, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Women Lead Radio, brought to you by Connected Women of Influence. I am Michelle Berquist, your host today of Women Leading the Way, and I have got a gem, a an amazing woman, an amazing leader, somebody that I admire and who will inspire us on some of her stories and how she found the secrets that were learned <laughs> to sell a small business. Um, some of it planned, some of it not, but I'm delighted to introduce our leading lady today, and that is Dr. Ann Clark. She is the was and was the original founder and CEO of ACI Specialty Benefits, which now has been sold. But Ann, say hello and say hello to all of our listeners and welcome. Thank you, Michelle, and I am thrilled to be here and speaking to your listeners, guys and gals, just to throw that in. I'm so pleased. Uh, Michelle and I have been friends for a while, and it's so wonderful that she's highlighting selling a small business because men and women work very hard to build a business, and then what? And this show, I hope, will meet your needs for the then what. That then what is a big one. And I, you know, every time I talk to you, Anne, I'm going to say publicly and right here, right on the, on the blogosphere and the, the, the world of blog radio and blog talk <laughs> radio and even with podcasts that you inspire me every time I talk to you. And, you know, a couple months ago, I just remember you reaching out and you're saying, I sold my business. And I was like, what? How did, I mean, how did this all come about? Because I, just some statistics. I think first, I want our listeners to know, I mean, it, you have been in business a long time. I do believe, and I'm guessing, but I'm pretty sure this is right, you're not just national. You were international as an organization we and very well known. Yes. International. I, I thought you were. And just done some incredible things with benefit programs and offering services. So can you just share just a little bit about ACI and also the length of time you were in business because you are all that. And that's where I want to start with after you share that about then how did this come about that you were able to sell your business. So start with what ACI Specialty Benefits was all about. Let's do start with that, but let me get your reader, uh, listener interest kicked up. Um, I sold my business a month ago without any planning for several millions of dollars, and I started with nothing. Wow. I, this wasn't even my idea. So that's where I've come from. I never, never thought I was a business person. I... Um, had been fired from a job, and if you haven't been fired, I highly recommend it. It is a wonderful experience for growth and looking at who you are. But mostly we don't know what we don't know. And children are asked from day one, 
what do you want to be? Well, they look around and they see teachers and mothers and fathers and firefighters and uh, singers on TV, and they want to be Tiger Woods. Oops, we don't want to be him. Let's see. They see movie stars. Yeah. They see those less than one percenters who make it in the, their various industries. How I started this business was I started, and that's my really first piece of advice to anybody who wants to start a business, go out and have business cards made. Maybe you only have your phone number and your home address on them, but have business cards made. It'll take a talk about $5 uh, to do that. And when people ask you what you do, you say, I'm in the floral business, and you hand them your card. You take it from there. That's a way to get you focused and to get them focused. Then go get a business license. Look at any sales book, and it does not tell you how to get a business license. So you Google how to get a business license in San Diego, (laughs) and you'll have a map and everything you need. Now you are in business. You are doing business. So whatever your product is and service is a, a hard one to start. But currently I'm mentoring an acupuncturist, and a massage therapist. And it is really hard to do the service, but what you do is do it. No business plans. Don't waste your time on a business plan. <laughs> Call somebody, ask them who, uh, if they'd like to have a massage, and arrange it. Call your friends and ask them all. One of my friends said to me, oh, you need, you need when I first started private practice, said, oh, you need clients? You don't look like you need clients. Well, of course I didn't. I dressed up in my business clothes, and of course I didn't look like a starving child. I looked good. So I have to ask for the business. Called all my friends, uh, got two referrals almost immediately, and I was off and running. Ask for what you want. Don't listen to people who aren't high achievers. This is a huge mistake. You talk to your father, your mother, your Aunt Bessie, and uh, uh, they don't know anything about business. Now, I'm generalizing here, not to insult anybody whose mother is a great business person. But you have to not listen to all the things. Does anybody uh, look back on COVID and think of all the uh, gossip we heard I stood in line for 15 hours in the rain and snow and still couldn't get a shot. And you you hear these things. Last night when the, the thunder and lightning <laughs> started, if you were in San Diego, um, right. I, I got a lot of emails about put on rubber shoes, which I had never heard of in my life, and uh, don't get in the bathtub. So... Uh, I haven't looked up to see if those things are true, but people think they know something because they bought something. Whatever business you're in, you're going to be selling. 
you are going to be selling well, Anne, yourself. I got to jump in on this one. I got to jump you in. Do. I know we you only do. have a half hour show. We're talking about <laughs> selling a business. I need you to jump in and go, how did this big multi-million dollar accident happen? Like share that with us. Okay. Because I, I know, let, let me frame it up. I got to say this because there are so many small business owners, myself included, that we all think that we're going to build a business and we you know, intend to sell it. And I, I can tell you just hundreds and hundreds of businesses I've known over the years there's never the kind of rule book on how to do it and yet I continue to meet owners like yourself over the years and I've been a small business owner for 30 years that I look Mm -hmm. at that and I go my gosh you know people give you the rule book on it but just out of nowhere how did this come about and what do you and I think the bigger thing is for our listeners is like what do you feel are the keys that you did that made your business attractive to sell like that's the key thing but I know you said by dumb luck and I don't think anything you do is ever dumb luck <laughs> but what do you what what was the circumstances that led to the big offer and and uh sell well I do think it's more than luck although I would never turn luck down and I have a <laughs> tremendous faith in our company. I always have had. I uh, have never once doubted that this company would succeed and be a big deal. So that's very important. That's also important in saying no. In the beginning of my business, lots of people wanted to buy it. It was too small. Mm. They couldn't give me enough money uh, to live the rest of my life. So I just kept working, giving outstanding service and walking like I talked. Now, those phrases, those cliches are very true. You have to work really hard, do the things yourself. I would make up names for uh, the financial person who sent out the bills. And um, it was me alone and I did everything. And I never once stopped to think, what if this doesn't work? To get your business ready for sale, you have to be attractive. One of the ways I was attractive to other people uh, was I looked, the company looked larger than it was. Marketing Mm. was the key. And when people ask me, how much do you make in a year? How much is your company worth? I never answered those questions. Uh, One of them led to a trip to St. Louis and a company which uh, was then Magellan, uh, I turned them down before they were planning to turn me down, but I knew wow. that wasn't the way to go. I shouldn't have mentioned their name, should I? Anyway, uh, <laughs> I was doing the next indicated thing. I, I was taking the next step. I had my head down and I was doing work, and my uh, someone came to one of my executives and said, would she be open to this? I said, no. And uh, he went on talking and talking because that first, that first date, he's got to work for it. If he wants to get to know me, if he wants to see me in a pretty dress that's low cut, he's got to work for that. That doesn't just happen. <laughs> Young young girls make very many mistakes these days, and that's one of them. Uh, I'm sorry. You're going to have to do more than just call me on the phone and say you want to go out with me. Lots of people do. So show me something. So he did. And um, finally, I took a phone call from him. It, again, is very much like a date. He said, I'll give you this and take you here and there. 
And I said, not enough. And he said, let's do more. And uh, the deal was done. We didn't fool around with pieces of paper. Of course, eventually the accountants have to come in. He started out, uh, and I said, there's one number we need to talk about, so let's get with it. And it was just that simple in terms of what I had worked 40 years to sell. So is it simple? Yes. You have to be committed. You have to oftentimes put family next uh, second, and you have Mm -hmm. to be committed to your business. But people will see you, and they will want to be with you. Same principle at dating. I love that. I would say – I love that you go, go into the dating part. I'm like, that's another whole topic because I'm like, I want to dig in on something. <laughs> you know, they, there's, there's those experts out there, right, the ones that tell you what you have to do. And I, I always mm-hmm. think, you know, they always talk about how you have to have your systems in place and your procedures and, you know, that you've scaled your business and have things documented. I mean, do you feel that that was an element that was attractive to this company? Was it even from what you are thinking of now on the other side of selling it, was that an important thing that you did or, you know, I mean, they always talk about that you have to have your systems and your, your processes in place. And, you know, you have to be able to have other people that can just take on the business or all that were all those things true for you. Do you think, or uh, was it, is it all? I, I, think those, <laughs> <laughs> I think all those things are true. Um, and I would say that we are, uh, we've had wonderful people in all our departments and I've always spent any amount of money I had on IT. Now, is sales less important? No. Is marketing less important? No. All of these things have to be put together. But IT is something that is going to have to be right. And I was very blessed in, um, and smart in who I selected for my IT person. Uh, beyond mm. that... There's never any wrong time to sell your company. If your object is to sell your company, then get out there and market it. Go to parties, go to professional meetings, and let people know your company is for sale. If you had an empty house sitting there to rent, what would you be doing? You wouldn't be waiting for somebody to drive by and see your sign. So there's no wrong time to sell a company, but your goals your processes, and think what you will do. I sold my company when COVID was well on its way to driving me and everyone else crazy. So there's no wrong time. There's no bad time. But think what you're going to do when you sell your company. Uh, What I got to do was put on a mask and be locked up. But uh, hopefully (laughs) when your listeners are ready to sell their companies, there um it'll be better but there is no wrong way to start i started with nothing i rented an office that smelled like uh, some kind of weird rattan and that's all i could afford <laughs> and uh uh you move on faith you yeah. must have faith you have to have faith in so yourself so here's a question Anne. You know, when you think, the other part too, because you were talking about the idea there's no, you know, wrong time or or right or wrong time to sell your business. But, you know, one thing that I maybe share a little bit about is how did you 
let people know you were looking to sell your business, but yet I've also heard over the years that you want to be really careful because you don't want, like you wouldn't want your clients to know that, or maybe it didn't matter. I'm curious because usually people kind of do the, I'm selling the company on the down low, and you don't want that to be out there in you know, the business community or, you know, have your clients know about it? Was that, was it more of a secretive thing and only certain people know, or do you feel it matters? My business was not for sale. And uh, uh, they came to me and um, I had absolutely no idea that it was time to sell the business. So uh, I did nothing to accept my job. I was doing my job Mm. and my people were doing their jobs and we looked very attractive. We have been in the top 10 uh, of EAP businesses for more than two decades. We're usually pretty low down of the top 10, but we're there. And that's through business, organization, all the things that make a business good. So I do think you have to be careful. You don't want... uh, people, especially service, you don't want your massage therapist to say, oh, by the way, I'm selling and next week you'll be uh, having Jan as your massage person. You have to look at the type of business where you would get attention. Do you want someone, uh, there are people who will sell your business for you. There are lots of different factors. But by the time you have anything worth selling, you should know what those things are. Right, right. Hey, we're going to take a quick sponsor break here, and I'm going to be just read something that's very important to one of our sponsors, and I'll be back. And what I, um, when we come back, what I want to ask you about, it's a big question, and I'm just curious. It's like any regret. So hold your, hold your answer on that one. And I just am curious if there was any seller's remorse on your part. But real quick, I want to thank one of our sponsors. Women Lead Radio is brought to you today by Connected Women of Influence and our partner, National University. National University is proud to be San Diego largest private nonprofit university founded in 1971. The National University mission is to provide accessible, achievable higher education to adult learners. Today, National University educates students from across the U.S. and around the globe with over 170,000 alumni worldwide. Thank you so much for your support, National University, and to all of our sponsors and partners. So, Anne, I'm coming back to you, and I go, the big question is, at the point of when you sold the business, I know you probably skipped around, right, with the the, the inflow of money, but it, was there any, like, just momentary regrets or second-guessing of, of what you did? Because I know you've had such a great reputation in the San Diego, California business community, at least where I know you, and I know internationally, but were there any regrets at all? Well, Regret is is an awfully big word. I made a lot of mistakes along the way, Uh, things I would do differently, uh, things I didn't know, some I did know, and it was a mistake. Um, And uh, so mistakes, mistakes, I think the song says, I've made a few. Regrets, (laughs) no. It was time. there's there's a lifespan on your employees. There's a lifespan on your own energy. Uh, there's a lifespan on everything in nature. 
I got a lesson from my gardener, and I said, why is this plant dying? He said, well, all plants die. And I said, what do you mean? They don't all die. He said, yes, they do. They have a lifespan <laughs> like anything else. And I think that's, mm. that's true of business. There comes a point where your business needs something that maybe you and your staff can't provide. We were at the opposite end of that. We were doing great. And maybe that's the best time to sell your business when you look your very, very best. But I don't think it's a regret. I don't regret selling the business. I can't. You just can't turn down right. something that's going to make the business better. I had a terrible sense of loss and grief from the employees not being mine. Um and I'm still giving them orders to months That later, would be hard. <laughs> well, and I do know of the culture. I do know the culture that you had within your company. It was amazing. I mean, you know, again, your past president, it's like I, I knew and, you know, knew for years. It's just like Aaron, what a great you know, uh-huh. reputation. Yeah, for, for sure. I mean, we'll, we'll make sure Aaron knows that we're talking about her. I'm just teasing. Um, <laughs> you know, a couple minutes that we've got left. But, you know, I, I want to ask you. So here you go. You and I were on the phone a week ago, and I think, this is okay to share that, you know, you were saying this is when you, when people sell their business, they're like, okay, what's next? Like, what is, can you share with our listeners? What's the chapter next for you? And maybe it's not all figured out, right? Cause it wasn't like this was the plan. It happened, but where can you, can you kind of share what has been maybe the easy part or maybe a little bit of the, you know, not so great part about selling a business. It's like, what's next for you? Well, I had an idea. And uh, that's the way I started this business. It's not an original idea. And I uh, started looking for space to put a business. I incorporated as uh, an S corporation. The name of the company is Convergence. And by the way, I remind my people all the time that the name of the company is not we. The name of the company is not me. The name of the company is Convergence, and Convergence is the overlapping of several of the natural healing arts. To say it Mm. is um, spiritual healing is one part of it. Acupuncture is another. Various types of massage would be included. And I am willing and luckily uh, able to support these young people who maybe are just getting their licenses or moved here from someplace in the healing arts that are not necessarily reimbursed by uh, insurance, yeah. but are affordable because they are a little faster. They don't involve, they involve herbs and natural things, no prescriptions. So I got interested in that. And now I have uh, three potential um uh, uh, use uh, use uh, givers, caregivers, and um, we're looking for space. Space is a hard thing in San Diego, especially a small space. Right. But we've started, and um, uh, we've got some income flowing around, and that's what I wanted to do. And I've learned enough. That was another thing I think that made my, made my business uh, grow. I was always interested in what's new, what's trending, what's going on, what do Mm -hmm. they have that we don't have. And it's not necessarily money. 
the money will come. Don't let yourself get hung up on money. You have faith in yourself and faith in your ideas, and the money will come. That I believe so strongly, and it's been my story. It's a Cinderella story, and it's come true. It's a it's a Cinderella that works hard story. I mean, I think that's what <laughs> is amazing and what you're sharing is it doesn't just happen overnight. I mean, you build no. every you know, every step and brick and you know movement forward. It's it, it always I always am fascinated when people go, gosh, you know, what did you do that was this or that? And you know, I hear women owners like you and that will just say, I worked my butt off, you know, but I worked hard. I provided a great service and or product and you know, you keep building and innovating and elevating. And I think that's the message to go is it doesn't happen overnight. And look, you know, you stuck with, you know, what you felt were those standards of of, of being a great company. And that was the end result was, was selling it. And look at you now. In fact, there's a term. I heard a term the other day and I want to share with you. You are doing what okay. they call now ladder. You are doing what's called a ladder down. And I was like, what? What is a ladder, ladder down? down? And somebody <laughs> told me, mm-hmm. instead of always rising up the ladder, now you've been there, and it's like you're doing the ladder down to support others. And I thought, what a uh-huh. great word. I mean, I, I thought it was very different, you know, kind of like help the, help the next one in line. You know, I mean, you're helping the next mm-hmm. rising stars, and um, it sounds mm-hmm. amazing. I, I, I've only got a couple minutes left, but I'm curious what – you know, just again, I, I think I could just turn you on the on button and we could go on for hours about the advice you could give other business owners. But let's tuck in a little bit because I know this is going to be, I got to keep you limited, but I want to have you back on the show. Of the things that you see women owners do that I would love for you to share maybe two or three things that are really important of what you see women owned businesses do or do not specifically that they should be doing because so few women get to that million dollar mark in sales and their business. And I think there's a number of reasons for it, but I'm curious what, you know, along the years you've seen that maybe you could share with our listeners who are women owned businesses are the most important things to keep in mind along all the other things that you shared, but one or two, maybe three important things. Let's go. Yeah. If you will look at a lot of the the famous uh, and well-to-do uh, women, they've got husbands behind them. So while you may not want to run out and get a husband, I've had two and it wasn't much use to me, but um, <laughs> I do look at... A man uh, is not a plan. That's so easy. A man is not a plan, but yeah, sorry, that's, I interrupted. No, that's a good good interruption. Dolly Parton has had a husband who supported her and loved her and was not jealous all of her incredible life. Um, The women that you can name for me who are very successful, uh, movie stars, let's leave them out because that's a whole different arena. But it is good to have a support. It's very good to have uh, someone who says you didn't do anything wrong. You just would do it differently the next time. I think the other thing women do is they think they have to have a lot of money to start a business, and that's fine if you do. But if you don't, don't stop. Just do. Mm -hmm. Don't stop. Do. Get those business cards. Get that business license and get out there. That's the way to go. Right, right. What else? um, I'd like to just say to your listeners, please get in touch with me if you want to chat or – uh, talk a little more about any of these topics, you can get in, ch- in touch with the uh, – Michelle, how do they get in touch with you? 
Yeah, no, um, it's a question I was going to ask you before we wrap up. So we, um, we don't have a link to your site, so do you want to share an email address or a phone number, or how would you like people to reach out and contact you if they choose to? I will do exactly what I've done in business, and I will give you my phone number. I'm not afraid that gangsters and rapists are going to call me. Uh, it is <laughs> 619-251-9736. Six one nine two five one nine seven three six. We don't have to have a meeting about it. We don't have to send a memo about it. Uh, we, we've done it. And um, I love it. if you missed it, then call the station. That's awesome. That's awesome. And, we'll, I, you know, we don't have a link to your site, but I think we were thinking to put a link to your LinkedIn profile, if that's all right, or do you have another place you yes, want to absolutely. send a link you on the show page? Talk. Does that work? Yeah. You and, yes, I'm on LinkedIn, and we can, we can do that. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I love your words of advice because I know if I could turn you on, it'd be hours of advice, and I'm going to someday <laughs> capture that from you. But, you know, is there anything else that you feel a small business owner needs to do? And, again, our focus on our show is on women, you know, women leaders and women who are thriving in business and looking to, you know, do what they want to do to advance, whether that's build their business or enhance their careers. But in selling a small business, it's like leave us with, I don't know, either – the idea of being inspirational, which I know you are, or share two other slices of advice that you think women-owned businesses need to know? Because I know it's two of a, a lot of many. <laughs> <laughs> I would uh, steal Nike's ad and say, just do it. <laughs> Don't let people that. talk you out of things. Don't even get their opinions unless you're sure it's going to be good. Talk about inspiration. I would uh, – uh, talk to Michelle all day long because what she said that I inspire her, she inspires me. Gather around Aww. yourself, cheerleaders. You do not want anybody else in your corner. You want some, and, and look at business people. Cheryl, um, I'm sorry, slipped my mind, but uh, look at women around you and if they aren't supportive of what you're doing, Find another one. Replace your friends. No negativity. You can't. When people say you can't some, do something, you just go ahead and do it. Do you know how many people said yeah. this wasn't work? I even had. Uh, he, luckily, he's resigned now and out of business. But he came. He actually called me and said, like an old-fashioned uh, rodeo show, western show. Uh, he said, "There's not room in this town for another EAP." <laughs> He said this at a professional wow. meeting in front of all my oh peers. Oh, my gosh. And, uh, gosh, I wonder if he's listening now. So um, I hope he I'm, is. <laughs> I hope he is, too. But uh, women, uh, men are your friends. Men are, are sometimes better friends in business than women are. Uh, women are competitive with each other. I would remind you, mm -hmm. in caveman days, the woman sat in the cave and guarded the children and the grain. And when the uh, woman in the uh, leopard skin came down the path, they stoned her. The men got together and dug the hole for the dinosaur to fall in. Men had genetically get together. Women do not. They have to learn it. And they have to learn it with other women. It's easy to get, to get together with a man. 
it's not easy to get together with another woman who's in coming to take over your cave. So do you know that would be another those. whole show? And like seriously, because women <laughs> do not, you know. And I think no, it's a powerful yeah. message. It's something really great to end on because our show is almost over here. And and I want to say thank you, but to all of our lady listeners out there, it's like this is a leading lady that you'll want to know. And I just appreciate all the just the conversation and the pieces I take away, and that I've gotten to kind of know you a bit over the years. And uh, again, your reputation uh, definitely. Um, but it's in front of you, right? Because you're on to chapter next, and that's exciting. But um, any final, like, little inspiration you want to share, and then I'm going to wrap up. Uh, do you want to tell anybody? Hey, Everything you saw, heard that happened today between Michelle and I is something to emulate. She made friends with me. It wasn't the other way around. She came to me. I welcomed her. We talk on the phone very seldom, but when we do, it's always inspiring for me to hear what she's doing, and for I hope, this, as she said, the same for her. Make friends with women who can help you, and don't stop. Don't tell me about the two kids that weren't picked up for daycare. Don't tell me you're going to get a puppy. Don't tell me excuses. Tell me what you can do and know every day in your mind what service you are giving. In one three-month period, I talked to 27 people from one school who were calling in about suicide. College can be very stressful. That's the kind of service that makes my heart go pitter-pat. And uh, whatever you do, whether you're telling them where the uh, closest CVS is or uh, what the movie schedule is, know that you count, you, your children count, your family counts, but your business always has to come first. So that's an unpopular That's pretty wise statement. advice. <laughs> I think we got bookends there. The bookends are just do it. And the other bookend is don't stop. So I think that's a great way to say thank you, thank you for being our leading lady oh, you're today. Welcome, and I want to say thank you to all of our listeners. As you know, um, we love your loyalty, and we are an international show. And we are here every single Monday mornings at 9 a.m. Pacific time and Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Pacific time, and we have 17 different hosts, but if you want to listen to Women Lead Radio, we will be available after this show, our live show on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. You can find us anywhere you can subscribe to podcasts. So to that, and again, thank you for being so amazing. I want to have you back on the show, and I hope all of you will take Anne's great advice, right? It's like the goal is provide a great service, have a great product, but get in there do the work, just do it, and also make sure to never get up. Give No, never give up. All right, we'll see you on the next Women Lead Radio Show. Women Leading the Way is produced by Connected Women of Influence, the premier private membership organization where like-focused, business-to-business, executive and professional women connect, collaborate, and cultivate a vast network of high-level affiliations, resources, and professional relationships. For more information about Connected Women of Influence, please visit our website at connectedwomenofinfluence.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. 
At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.